Hey everybody, thanks for tuning in to the Marriage is Tougher Than Woodpecker Lips podcast. This is Brian. And I'm Paul. We'd like to welcome you to a community meant for the men of the world to share our thoughts and perspectives on marriage. We can learn from each other's experiences and help each other be better husbands. Now, let's get right into the show. Welcome everybody to this week's episode, uh, new and current listeners. In this week's episode, we talk about do the kids come first? And my biggest takeaway was the importance of staying united with your spouse. And something that stuck out to me was we need to set boundaries for our children to keep our marriage healthy. So continue listening to hear the full conversation. Topic of the conversation I want to have have with you today is do the kids come first? Right. And as you were mentioning, we have not a unique point of view, but maybe not so traditional, right? Where when we got married, there was a child for for both of us already, Um, which makes this conversation interesting. Um, But mostly what I want to talk about is with as important as it is to you know, make our attempts to raise our children the right way. Is it necessary to put them first before our marriage? Oh, you want me to answer that? Uh, I mean, what what are your thoughts, I guess? uh, Yeah, yeah, my thoughts on that are no. Um, Your wife should come first. Well, circle back. Honestly, you should come first. Um, I know we have an issue, or I'll say I have an issue with that. Um, but it's more so being secure in who you are and continue to learn and grow and try to achieve the things that you want um, to be a better person. So then you can serve your wife and if you have kids, your family well. That's kind of where I start. If you're healthy, if you're as healthy as you can be and you're or you're striving for healthiness, then that benefits everyone else. Um, and that makes you the best version. So that is kind of one um, aside. But for this topic, I think you you definitely have to put your spouse before your kids, which I know is hard at times. But the that is really we're talking about marriage here. Right. Um, that is the way to have the healthiest marriage that you can is by putting them first. Yeah. But back to you, what is what are your thoughts? I mean, my thought is absolutely no. But like you said, at times it does become very difficult. Right. And I'm not quite there in that realm that you are just yet. I know your daughter has a lot going on. Um. My daughter has just gotten into gymnastics, right? And there's obviously the school thing and all that. But uh, I would say, even though I have three kids, I probably have it a little bit easier at the moment. And there's you know, a lot of different parameters that make that the case. But, um, man, they can't, they can't come first is my, is my thought on it. And if I were to just break it down to one simple reason, I don't think that a marriage could really be as 
successful as its potential if you are putting anything in front of your your spouse other than God, right? Now, you did mention that you should come first, right? And now by you, if it's a man talking, the man. If it's a woman talking, the woman, right? And that that's a very good point. I, I feel like it's also a different conversation, but it, it does very much tie into this. Um, if you're not healthy, like you said, you know, um, and let's just go like with, on the mental route, you you can't really be of full service to your family, right? Right. And it, I don't know, maybe I want to say it. It's a tough thing to wrap your head around because even me, right? I I think to myself like I'm here to serve my wife. I'm here to serve my children. And to have that thought makes me think that all of that comes before me, right? And we, and we go, we walk through life with that thought and taking actions to that effect as well, right? I'm I'm gonna mm-hmm. set my needs on the back burner to make sure they're good, right? And uh, it can become a lot sometimes, man. So being being conscious of that is is huge. But uh, yeah, back to the kids coming first, man. Like, is is there any healthy scenario you can think of where you could you could imagine a married couple just always putting the kids first? You said a healthy scenario, right? Um, I don't know um, because I don't know everyone's scenario. But if you think about anything that could happen, whether it be just the busyness of children's schedules, school, um, you know, even a tragedy happens to a child or something like that where, um, or, you know, any type of uh, disability or anything like that, right? Someone is still, the parents still then would become like, they're still giving to the kids. They're still Mm -hmm. caregiving if need be. They're still teaching. They're still growing. And, that weighs on a person. Yeah. So there is still support that is going to be need for whoever the caregiver is, um, because they're going to be they're pouring out. Whether it's you know a stay-at-home parent, like they're pouring over and over into these kids. If you're caring for a child with a disability, you're caretaking. You're doing all those things. So you're still a person. Like that caregiver is still a person and that person still has needs. Right. So the spouse need, really has to be cognizant of that and be and try to make them see, like, I still see you as you, not just the mother of our kids or the father of our kids or the Uber driver for our kids or the, you know, the caretaker for our child or our children. Um, so that's why I say I can't see a scenario where it's healthy. I see where it's like it would be the right thing to do to pay, to pour a lot of the resources into the kids, but right. the spouse who is not the primary caregiver, or if you're you know both sharing it, you have to always remember, hey, like this is a person, like they need, they have needs, and this is the person I married, 
And for us to be have a successful marriage, like we have to take time together. Um, I have to let them take time for themselves to recharge, but we also have to make each other still know that we love each other, we see each other, and we want to grow something together as the two of us. Yeah. And real quick, let's give a shout out to the single moms. You just had me thinking about what my mother must have had to go through in order to raise me and my brother single-handedly, right? Mm-hmm. We talk about all the support that is needed for a marriage to work, right? And all these things and um, the best case scenario we're talking about in order to raise children. Single moms, man. Like, wow. Wow. And and like really thinking about how a lot of them probably get stuck in that area of the kids come first in all mm-hmm. things, right? Every day. And I'm just thinking about my experience where that uh, that was the case probably far too often where my mother sacrificed in areas where she probably shouldn't have just not even to give us what we needed, to give us what we wanted. Right. Yeah. And there's a line. I mean, married or not, there's a line, in my opinion, where children need to be taught, number one, the difference between a need and a want, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but I think somewhere on that line resides the area of also teaching the children why the parents come first. Yeah, I think with all things, communication is needed. I mean, we we want to teach this to our kids too, mm-hmm. right? So they yeah. can have healthy marriages. Right. Um, but also, I mean, a lot of that is, I mean, the kids are going to want what they want. Obviously, <laughs> their needs are what they need. And depending on their age, you know, the world does revolve around them. <laughs> right yeah. um, they do get what they want when they say it it comes to them you know we're affirming them in every way that type of stuff it's not until they start hanging out with people outside of the family dynamic do they say oh people different kids think differently not every kid's gonna like me that type of stuff um so as we're teaching um, we have to teach them all of these things and we have to model you know, not just with words, but model. Um, some kids do need more affirming verbally, but most kids, they'll, they'll, they learn more just by observing. I mean, they have nothing else to do. Nothing is taking their mind. They're like, they're just watching everything yeah. and soaking it all in. Um, so I think that is important. And I think it's important for us as parents and, you know, spouses that we remember that there is a line, like you said. When is too much, too much as far as want and as far as stretching ourselves for them that we make sure we keep a healthy boundary, really, um, for lack of a better term or just the seriousness of it. Like we have to have boundaries for our children to protect our marriage. Never thought about that before. And that (laughs) sounds crazy to say out loud. What are your thoughts on that? I I think that is exactly right. Um, what I was going to say as well is, you know, I have admired your parenting 
parenting style um and you know close to this top well exactly on this topic um and exactly what you were talking about one of the things i really admired when i saw it in action is uh <clears throat> at nighttime right you had this scenario with your daughter where you're like hey listen this is this is grown-ups time now right and she understood that like all right well it's time for me to be a little more quiet it's time to let the adults talk and do their thing right like this is a time where i am uh exercising a privilege to still be out of bed at this moment <laughs> right <laughs> right um so i and i and i've sort of modeled that in in our relationship you know what i mean um i i and i'm very structured with my kids on when they take their bath when they go to bed and at that time like it's a wrap <laughs> like there's there's no more you're done i'll see you in the morning <laughs> yeah you know what i mean now yeah. obviously they're children and there's going to be needs throughout the night especially with through like potty training and you know whatever the case may be but i am very structured with uh the way i operate in in that realm i, th I think you're exactly right that you have to draw that line be firm with it to protect your marriage and like just just think about it on the other hand like if you are are 100% putting the kids first when do you have time to communicate there there needs to be adult conversation whether they be you know argumentative you know just serious topics just talking about your day right just being able to vent right mm -hmm. you how do you make time for that if the kids are always coming first? Yeah, there is no time. And, you you know, any good parent is trying to figure out when, what each child can take for their age. Mm -hmm. So you can't, you really can't have full adult conversations until they're becoming more like adults. So right. even the conversations they observe, because they're going to ask you later, like, what does that mean? What does that say? You said this, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And like, you can't, one, stop your conversation when you're trying to have a conversation with your wife um, to explain or to be like, oh, you didn't hear that or whatever people say about that. But <laughs> just to know those things. So yeah, I mean, to to be fully present, first of all, like, you have to take time for yourselves so that you can be fully present for each other. Um, and it might not, and, and that doesn't, I know we're talking about bedtime and stuff, but that's, you know, calls during the day. Um, if you can, if you have the ability to carve out time and step away, um, you know, those who are stay at home parents don't always have that, um, when kids are no longer napping. Right. Mm -hmm. So, but you know, if both spouses are working. Maybe it's a call on lunch or a call on a break. Um, maybe it's the drive home, the drive to, um, those type of things can always help you stay connected. Um, and to make sure that you're, you're connecting that way and putting your spouse and giving them time that we need. Yeah. Yeah. That quality time, man, it's, it's a necessity and we're, we're always trying to steal back some of our time, <laughs> You know, I'm I'm being very methodical about that right now. I'm trying to buy back my time, or some of it at least. Mm -hmm. So 
I can give more of it to my family. Um, and, you know, on topic, give more of it to my wife, which I believe she's appreciative of, right? Um, and I'm, as we're talking, I'm trying to think about, like, what does it look like to really be putting each other first? What are your, what are your thoughts on that? Like, what are, what are the, some of the things that you practice in your marriage to, I guess, yeah, like I said, just to put each other first? Yeah, that's a good question. Or, um, or, or to put your marriage first. Right. Um, I think it's trying to at least check in at the end of the day, um, be able to have that space for any conversations that need to happen. Uh, but also check in, like at some point of the day, ask how your day was or how is your day going or what's going on mm -hmm. um, and just leave it at that and let your spouse answer. Um, sometimes it may be short or they may not be able to talk or whatever or articulate what's going on. And sometimes it can be, you know, 40 minute conversation, right? You just you just don't know. But giving that space, I think. It's very important that allows your spouse to feel seen and feel cared for. Um, you know, when people generally ask, genuinely ask how you're doing or how your week went or how your day went, um, it's there's just something freeing in that. Mm -hmm. And that's that's very important. Um, and then the all important date night, um, which I struggle with even with all the tips from damon uh, <laughs> from the past episode um i still we still struggle with carving out that time honestly i mean we're not perfect in any way shape or form and i don't ever want to put off that off so like that is a struggle area for us to kind of get away and um and do that but i think communicating really is one thing that we do well um to make each other uh, come first what what do you practice and what are your thoughts on that uh staying united and that could you know really turn up in a couple different ways off the top of my head um you know we sit down as a family for dinner and you know the kids are like why do we have to sit in this room right and we give them the same answer right <laughs> and and we we engage them actively right um but you know if the kids are in trouble we stay united in our the reason that they're being punished we stay united in you know whatever the let's say you know we're, we're taking away an ipad for two days right one of us isn't giving in on that mm -hmm. right? we, we make a decision and we we stay we keep a united front and you know make the result the same so even though they might try you know the kid's not gonna be able to run to one parent or another and right. work them into getting out of out of a, uh, a punishment um you know and just just backing each other right and and and, and all things right and this is, this is i think is maybe something i need to work on um but you know let's just a scenario you know your your wife comes home from work or has a, a complaint about work, right? Rather than just trying to be Mr. Fix-It, 
right? Just, just listen. You know what I mean? And maybe even agree with her. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. I've you become I mean? I've become really good at that. There you go. I like that. But uh but, yeah, I mean, I think I think that's number one for us is that we we try to stay united, and I mean, a lot of communication has to happen in order for that to work. Um, but I'll tell you what, man, when that works, it's lovely. It is lovely for your marriage. Yeah, I mean, and I think just not even like you said, being outside of parenting, but if you're on the same page and united with your friend groups, with your other, you know, with. Uh, family that isn't your kids, you know, those type of things that there's a, there's, there's just a bond that is there when you're like, when you know that your spouse is going to be on the same page. Um, And obviously that takes work to get there and conversations, but as you're growing as a unit, there's, there's nothing like that feeling of being on the same page. Um, and I never thought of I never thought about that, but that's really strong. So I would say, yeah, working towards being on the same page will definitely help you remember that uh, your spouse comes first, especially when the, the kids try to challenge you. <laughs> yeah, like no, no, we're we're first. I promise you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean the kids will challenge, but also life scenarios, right? Oh yeah, um, you know other other people unintentionally, not like in a bad way, but just maybe trying to get your time mm-hmm. um, or get your resources of some sort. But when oh, you're united, I mean, being united with your resources, time, money, um, any other assets you have is is pretty nice too. Yeah, that's that's key because we we can spend our time all kinds of ways, and uh, it's. It's so easy to lose, right? And that that's happened to me uh, at my own peril. But you know, it, it's also been my own fault to just freely give of myself to help others or do this or that. And you know, I think far too often I've not completely considered my wife in those commitments. You know what I mean? So. I believe I'm on the right track now, mm-hmm. um, and uh, you know, making making your wife feel and know that she's first, man. If you can get that down, there's no stopping you. Yeah, I think, like you said, just actively considering your wife um, and and showing her will be will give leaps leaps and bounds. That that would actually probably be the one of those things that how to's like really even if it's if you're if it's start if you're starting to try to figure this out one of the things you can do is when you're any situation you can say obviously what would i do and then what would she do or what do i want and what would she want so kind of do a dual thought process um and then if you don't know right then that's a conversation starter Like, hey, you know, I was (laughs) something as silly as, you know, hey, I was in the grocery store and I wanted to get some fruit for the house. Like, I know what I want, but, you know, if what's your top three favorite fruits? So if we ever need fruit in the house, I make sure. And I think about it for myself. I can get it for you. Just right there. She feels seen, considered, thought about. Like, oh, he was thinking about me in the grocery store. 
oh, he wants to know what my favorite fruits are. Like those type of things. Oh, he, you know, so that would be, you know, an active step, I think, that can help you get there. Yeah, I like it. I try to stay consistent with that. Um, you know, I work late nights sometimes and every once in a while I get hungry and on my way home, I'm like, you know what? I could really go for some wings right about now. But then my next thought is, I wonder what she would, if she would want anything. So I call her, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, um, I say, hey, I'm going to get something from here. Would you like anything? That's good. I like it. So we got to wrap up. But uh, is there anything else you want to talk about as far as this topic is concerned? Um, or is there any overarching point you want to make? I think just making sure you're striving to be healthy for yourself is the underlier and that allows you to work toward showing your wife that you consider her in all things and that is a way to make sure she feels like she comes first hey got me thinking something like i put on a t-shirt you two first gotta figure out how to write that out though you comma two two i don't know i'll figure it out i'll let you i'll know when the shirts get released all right um yeah if y'all want to continue this conversation hit us up on uh instagram we'll reply to your every single question over there and uh if you have any topic suggestions please feel free to reach out and let us know what you want us to talk about because we're here to serve you and uh especially if you want to be a guest please reach out hit us on instagram facebook or the website Thanks for listening. If you got any value out of this episode, we'd like to invite you to rate, follow, and review on your favorite podcast platform. If you would like to be a guest or want to have your questions answered, hit us up on our website, marriageistougher.com, or follow us on Facebook, searching Marriage is Tougher Than Woodpecker Lips. Thanks again. This is Paul. And this is Brian. We will talk to you next time.